Hello and welcome to this very special sexy. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why I do. Oh, wow, I do. Oh, put, uh, oh no, I nearly said imagine I'm undressing while I'm speaking to you. Don't do that. Please don't. Emma, put your top back on. Oh, hang on. Something else. Stop. <laughs> We're talking rubbish already. Welcome to a very special episode of the Phone Box Podcast with me, Emma Conway. How the devil are you? It's Valentine's this week. Claire, how are you opening your door with so many Valentines coming through it? I, I, I'm a bit worried about uh, my postman because... The sheer he, weight. He might have to leave some at the depot because he's only one man. He's only one man. There's only so much love one man can bring to a girl. We are talking about Valentine's and, of course, as per usual, our focus is on how terribly crap Valentine's was in the 1990s. I'm doing this episode with my wonderful sister and tip-top children's, after award-winning children's TV writer, Claire Michelle Wetton. Well, don't give out my full name. People might dox me. Um, I think we've got the most common middle names off of the 90s, Michelle and Louise. Yeah. Every Claire I know's middle name is Michelle. Every Michelle I know's middle name is Claire. I've never met... If I met Michelle Claire, I'd feel like that was the opposite. I'd feel that was your nemesis. (laughs) I'm telling you now, and this is no word of... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Like someone came up to me in an event and she said, oh, hi, my name's Michelle Claire. I'd be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I've, you. I've never met a Louise Emma. Tell you what, if any of you are called Michelle Claire out there, drop me a little DM and then we can scare Emma on Halloween. Don't drop me a DM because I'll block you. <laughs> Just turn up at home and go, hello, I'm Michelle Claire. And of course they would be French. Hello, my name is Michelle. Like, anyway, we're talking rubbish. Valentine's Day. Now, we're going to start. Um, I, I like to introduce some facts. And this episode, we're going with the top five love songs as decided by Smooth Radio. So that's official. <clears throat> of the 1990s. Don't know how they collated it. I presume it is on 
sales. Am so I guessing? Claire, you're gonna guess. And we can, no, don't stop peeking oh. too early. Number five. Oh. What do you think is what the fifth top love song of well, the? I can't 90s. do them in order, but we'll I just, <laughs> just like, pick one. We'll just pick one. Okay. Well, I started, didn't I? I started so I finish. Look into my eyes, and you will see. No, you're wrong. It is, is that a fact. I'm not telling you, Claire, because you're ruining the game. Get Michelle Claire on the pod. She wouldn't be playing this. She'd be playing it right. But then what you say as number five might have been in my top five that I was going to say. Tough. Okay. It's Angels by Robbie Williams. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed that. I didn't even know that was 90s. I'd have thought that was noughties. Uh, also, is it a love song? Is it, I thought it was about dead people. Yeah. Well, you can love dead people. Don't be deadest. <laughs> be deadest. Number five was Angels. Um, Despite only reaching number four. What the heck? No, I think that's a lot. It's his best-selling single, shifting over a million copies after its release in 1997. Number four, I'm just going to tell you because you're ruining the game. It was Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. Ruined it. Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, number four. The Bodyguard, have you ever seen that film? I remember I have watched it on holiday in Spain in like a bar. Do you remember when you used to be like in Spain on holiday when you were a kid and they'd be oh, like, yeah. at 2pm, we're going to show the bodyguard and it'd be on like a little tiny screen in the corner of the room. Oh my God, yeah. At 2pm, we're going to show the bodyguard. At 2pm, we're going to we're gonna show, what other films might have they have shown? And you'd be like, we've got to get to that bar at 2pm on Thursday because they're showing the bodyguard. Because it ain't going to come in, it's not going to come on our tellies for another two years. Yeah. It's an all right film, like Kevin Costner. And of course, R.I.P. Whitney. I think I just remember being disappointed that it wasn't a musical. There is a musical of it now, though. I was asked to go and see it a few weeks ago, but I couldn't make it. So maybe we should go, maybe we should go and see that. That was, that was the one that the woman got chucked out for singing, wasn't it? It wasn't that woman was was that Michelle Claire? She's bopping up at all these <laughs> events. You, evil. you were never gonna get this song. You, this wouldn't have even been in your top one hundred. You top one thousand. Uh, Hazard by Richard Marks. No, but that would have been Celine Dion. Think twice. Oh, I was gonna suggest Celine Dion. I will. No, that's Whitney Houston. The Titanic song. My heart will go on. It but was I released I in the government think twice. Here's some facts. Hang on. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Celine's just hacked the Zoom. Um, released <laughs> in 19, late 1994, UK top 40 for 12 weeks before finally reaching number one. And it stayed there for seven weeks. What was I doing in 1994? I don't remember, I don't remember that. What year was it? 1994. We, we were busy. I was busy. I don't remember we Celine. the world's apart. Baby, think twice. So, number two <clears throat> is, as you earlier guessed, Brian Adams, Absolutely. Everything I Do, I Do It oh. For You. Now, this song was number one for 16 weeks. Would never that. happen now, would it? I remember the good, the good old days. I had it on cassette. Such a great song. I just, I remember... Shout out to Laura Sharp if you're listening. Just us singing it in the in the playground for weeks and weeks. That and Hazard. 
the, the two the two highlights of our year. I'm going to say something now. I had a bit of a crush on Brian Adams. I thought he was a handsome gentleman. I feel like I thought he was 50, but he was probably in his 30s. I mean, that's weird, isn't it? Was, he was like Fred Astaire, though, wasn't he? One of those like young old men. Yeah, but I thought he looked great in the jeans and T-shirt singing it. No, and no. another Kevin Costner film. Is that, I can't remember. I am always worried. Are we, have, is Kevin Costner cancelled? I can't remember. Is he? No. Don't think so. Kevin, if you're listening, send us in. Um, Prince of Thieves, great, 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 great. Absolutely. There was a young man from Nottingham. Who wanted to cross the water. He oh, what a joke. He stripped on a rope. And then it was something that didn't rhyme, wasn't it? Like, and now he's him. got really hurt his knees. Yeah. <laughs> the last line was always like, that doesn't, that doesn't work. No. That was Christian Slater in uh, Prince of Thieves. Number one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Guess, just guess. Oh, Celine Dion. Oh, you bloody said we've had Celine Dion already. Can't she be in its voice? Which one are you thinking of? Uh, My Heart Will Go On. Nope. Okay. Uh, So it is Celine Dion, but it's No, thing. you're obsessed okay. with Celine Dion. Curtis Tigers, I wonder why. No, but I wish it was. Seal Kiss from a Rose. Oh, tune. Physically impossible to sing that song on your own. I just sang it on my own. It sounded brilliant. Not the whole thing. It's a great song, but I call absolute sham of a farce, smooth radio, sham of a farce. If I wanted to, I would throw my phone. The thing is, with with the Kiss from a Rose, is that he released that song about 18 times. So So it's just a cumulative effect. Um, Where's Wet, 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 Claire? Um, Where's Love is All Around, Claire? Oh, yeah. Was that in the 90s? Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Sham. I, if I saw Seal in the streets of Birmingham, I'd go up to him and I'd say, Seal, you're sham, because Marty Pello should be is number this, one. Is this, like, American? Oh, hang on. <laughs> um, wait, no, because no, Angels wouldn't have been in the top five. Yeah, that's true. I just don't understand why Celine Dion's Think Twice and That My Heart Will Go On. Now I'm wondering if it is American. Do you know what, guys? I'll leave it in the description. I'll. I'll... Because also, Robbie Williams got to number one, surely, with Angels. So, number four in America. Is this whole section a moot a moot point? Do we need to start again? No, or, we're not starting or, again. Or, easier plan, let's keep the podcast, just move to America. 
where you're moving to? Well, you've got to move. You can be Boston mummy of two and then we'll just move to Boston, restart the podcast and then we don't have to re-record this. I'm going to say Smooth Radio is British. Well, I'll find out and I'll leave in the description. But there <laughs> we go, Claire. Is it Was that whole section of sham? Unsure. But I think that uh, Wet 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 should have been... I would have thought Wet 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 would have been famous in... No, would Wet 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 be famous in America? What's your number one love song? I'm just going to check at Smooth Radio. I can just do it here. Oh, my God, Celine Dion came up. She, she bloody stalking me. Front page is about Celine Dion. Um, my oh, number... This is How would I find out if this is British or not? The listen... Oh, no, it's got to take that on it. It's not. It's definitely uh, British. My number one would have to be Love is All Around. I love not it. <laughs> not babe. But let's not go back down, babe. I love lo- Love is All Around. I think it's great. Um, And that is just a hill I'm willing to die on. What about you? I don't know. What for love songs? I do love Hazard. I will leave in, if you're on Spotify, I will do a little poll and it will be the top five of them and also I'll put lovers all around and we'll see what people think if Celine Dion wins I'll be shooketh right I asked the people on the phone box podcast Instagram account could you just send in some things about Valentine's you'd like us to talk about okay first of all envelope acronyms we've got a very intelligent audience and I love this one swack swack I would say swalk. Swalk, yes. Swalk. So it's sealed with the loving kiss with swalk. swalk. And every year, yeah. Nanny Wetton would send us a Valentine's card with sealed with a loving kiss on the back with a question yeah. mark. It's cute, yeah. that, isn't it? But also, it used to say to my granddaughter from Guess Who, it's like, well. Oh, it's a choice of two people and we know it's, <laughs> you can tell you how it. Um, I, I do that every year for my kids as well. I put it on the background and every, the back of the envelope and every year they go, why is it so small on the background? And every year I go, what, you pair of fools. I mean, and it kind of ruins the whole Valentine's mood. Mm. Sealed with a loving kiss. And I've also put it on Stephen's Valentine's card this year as well. Oh. And I put a question mark in it to the kids like that. And it's obviously from me, but I felt like keeping the tradition going. Yeah. Nice, isn't it? Chocolate hearts on sticks. Oh, real, real rotten. Oh, God. Or like those cards as well, where in the middle is like a heart of chocolate. A rank chocolate heart on a stick because it's never Cadbury's. Oh, no. It's not even Advent. It's Kinnerton. Oh. <laughs> We're like Kinnerton Advent calendar. Kinnerton. No. Yeah, because you don't eat sugar anymore, do you? Um, no. Well, you're sh- you shan't be missing out on any Valentine's hearts then. Otherwise, Claire, you'd, got, you'd have got thousands. Well, I'll have to donate mine to the local. Me. No, they're disgusting. Um, me to you, Bears. Oh, no one wants one, they do they? Oh, but when you were a teenager, wouldn't you have loved it if you were 12 and Mark Owen had given you a me to you bear? I mean, if Mark Owen had given me a cold, I'd have loved it. A me to you bear or a forever friends bear? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been nice. Why are you looking, you're looking like you wouldn't have wanted. I think I would have found that embarrassing. What if you're getting into in the privacy of your own living room? Yeah, I guess. In front of your mom and dad, because you'd have been 12. If you'd have been 12 and Mark Owen had knocked on the door, 
you were the friend friends, we'd have been like, hello, police. He <laughs> came to your door <laughs> with a forever friends bear. We called the police. There's a man here with an evil stare. So he got it to rhyme. Um, Trolls with heart boxers. That's unlocked a memory. Oh, I'd have liked one of them. You look spooky, innit? <gasps> Trolls with heart boxers. Oh, do you remember trolls, man? They were great. You loved a troll, didn't you? Well, I mean, who wouldn't? I'm not sure I ever had a troll. I feel I might have had one that went on the end of my pencil with pink hair. I had quite a few, I think. God, trolls were my thing. You know, when you're younger and it's like, well, that's my thing. Like, you had had Garfield, I had Snoopy. What? You were more Forever Friends. I was more Troll Dolls. The fact that you said Garfield has just threw me for a loop. <laughs> you liked Garfield? I mean, I had one Garfield, but just, oh my God, did people think Garfield was my thing? Garfield did was... people, did I walk in a room and they went, I do spaghetti? <laughs> oh, Garfield. <laughs> Isn't it lasagna? See? <laughs> you don't even know what he likes. Because <laughs> it wasn't my thing. You like someone doesn't like Mondays, ever walks in the room. <laughs> Oh there goes the Garfield girl. Jeez, I was the Garfield girl head. of Birmingham. You like Garfield and Forever Friends. Forever Friends I'm fine with, but Garfield... Oh, it's really right with laugh. Oh, now, I would have liked to receive one of these, but I wouldn't want to receive one of these now. A giant padded satin card. Where listeners, you- listeners, what? there's big pauses here, and I feel like people are just going to think we've stopped... Where would you to- even get one from? Market. The market. You think now, though, they don't exist, do they? No. No, they don't exist now. No one's going to be buying one of them now. I quite like one now. It's quite kitsch. Yeah, like a retro one. Well, you know, trolls are your thing and you are quite kooky. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be sat with my troll and my pad in heart boxes, loving Mondays. (laughs) (laughs) Eating lasagna. Eating lasagna. Eating spaghetti. With my satin padded... You see, so far I can relate to none of these because I had no Valentines throughout my teenage years. Which I leaves always, some... always wanted what a heart box of chocolates. Is that on there? Like a satin covered heart box of chocolates? No, because I think that was only in uh, Beverly Hills 90210. I don't know anybody who would have got a satin box of chocolates unless you were maybe Frenchy in Greece and it was from Vince Fontaine. (laughs) But it would have been nice, wouldn't it? Oh, it would have been lovely. You probably would have been booze in it, old Vince. Carrying that round score. Oh, yeah, this old thing. No, no. Can't relate to that. But this is follows along with number six, anonymous cards posted to your house and trying to guess the handwriting. We didn't need to guess because it was our nan's handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) When you go to a girls' school, you don't get that many Valentine's cards. It's from our nan. I know a swirly old lady handwriting. (laughs) Uh, Can't relate. Never had one. To my granddaughter. This to my granddaughter. I can't. No, don't know. We never had any anonymous. Did we? I was at university, but I knew who it was from. Well, then it's not anonymous. What do you mean? Oh, he thought it was anonymous. Yeah, it had like a question mark on it. I had a couple. And then, what? Oh man, I had none. What did you do with this information when you were like, "Oh, let's call him Bob"? Oh, blimey! Now Bob sent me a card. Then what did you do out with him? No. 
Oh no, poor Bob. Oh no, I had, well, I think I had two one year and I went out with one of them, but didn't go out with the other one. And then there was one year that the, our first year, everyone got a Valentine's card, but we didn't know that everyone had got one. And there was an American guy at university and in America, everyone just gives everyone a Valentine's card. Oh, right, okay. So everyone in the morning was like, oh, got Valentine's cards and then it wasn't until later in the day that we realized we'd all got one and he sent them to everyone then we were don't mean to be really rude to you Claire that Valentine's card doesn't count (laughs) no I wasn't counting that one in the in the but the other one I feel in the other one you were Bridget Jones and one was Mark Darcy and one was what's the other character called Uh, Mark Darcy and Daniel Cleaver and Daniel Cleaver and you were Bridget Jones honestly I would. I wish I had photos of the two men because because <laughs> they were that could not be further from the truth. <laughs> I've never had an anonymous Valentine's card, and I don't. I think that's it. My boat has floated. My chance is gone. It's not going to happen. And I'll be honest. I've never even had um, a direct message where a man sent me a picture with Willie either. No, so, no. I've not never had nothing like I'm that. Not, I'm not sad about oh it. Oh my god, no! I'd absolutely, I'd, I'd lit. If but that also, popped up, I'd throw my phones. Why, why, why don't they want to? I don't know, Claire. I don't know, but never We're had enough. enough vibes that are saying, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, that's, I think that's quite a good vibe. But they're not, and no, actually, I'm going to back, backpedal. No one gives off vibes saying they want a willy picture sent to their phone. Yeah. I don't no, know. I've got I've got a friend who really genuinely enjoys them. So she okay, okay. That's the niche. Does anybody else? No, nobody <laughs> wants that. And if you listen to the podcast, <laughs> oh my god, now what if what if the two men other than dad listening now are like, oh, let's no, don't know. want, one. Don't don't want, want one. one. Keep it in your pants. But I would like. I don't want one. one. But if you do want to send me a heart box of satin chocolates, I mean, I don't even eat chocolate, but. <laughs> <laughs> just like the box just the aesthetic like the box to put your knickknacks in okay um oh i loved one of these in primary school a fake velvet rose from clinton's oh lovely oh, lovely. oh do you know what they do at um erin school which sounds terrifying and hilarious and they um do the kids can pay for um like not a choir but like a group of other kids to come in the classroom and sing oh no like a singing telegram a singing telegram but the thing is with erin she said that her friends have booked slots in with other mates so you'll be there in biology and these kids will bop in and be like sing you a little song and it's your mates and they're all like (laughs) i love that oh my god Erin is like, I am going to die because she was. She's not like us because we'd be up joining in, wouldn't we? Oh, we'd I'd be like bipping and bopping. You'd be in the choir. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's not fun. They, they did have at school the boys' school could buy a rose and then it would be sent to the girls' school to be given out. Emma looks sad. Did you not get one? Did you get one? Yeah, but only off the guy I was dating. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> Look, I'm leaving this podcast in a bit thinking I'm the girl, the Garfield girl who's never had an anonymous card and no one ever sent me a rose to school. Well, well, you can't even say your speeches because I'm such a loser. Um, Purple Ronnie Valentine's poems. Oh, yeah, what yeah. a dream. What would they be like? They would be like. 
I love your face. I was going to say, I love your face. It's a picture of art. I get a stinky bum and I like to fart. Yeah. <laughs> Raise the red, violets are blue. I love you as much as a big fat poo. And <laughs> we do black. <laughs> purple Ronnie, I say. Oh, you are still my sense of humour. Go for it. Yeah. Purple Ronnie, you bring him back, unless he's still around. I don't know. We've come on to Forever Friends bears. Oh, Forever Friends necklaces. Oh, I don't remember that. No, but I do, I do, I as we know, I was known as Forever Friend Girl. So um, I did have a few Forever Friends and a pencil case. Yeah. Tin, pencil tin. So it was like a Forever Friends necklace, what a boy would give you? Or was it like a heart, a heart, because half a heart, you wouldn't have that with your boyfriend, would you? Well, I think it might be maybe a necklace that had a Forever Friend on. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know, but I never got a necklace either. Shocker. No. Shock. Shocker. This old loser. Um, and doing a formula to compare your names and see if you would marry. Yeah, I did that for hours. I don't think I've ever done it. What? What's the formula? Let's so, do it me and Gary Barlow. Go. I, think, I can't even remember now. Like, Gary Barlow yeah. loves Emma. Emma Wetton. Yeah. Or Emma Conway. I could, have, I could have chosen my husband. I should have chosen my husband. Yeah. Let's... And then it's like, how many L's are in the name? How many O's are in the name? How many V's are in the name? How many E's are in the name? How many S's are in the name? Then you add all those numbers up. And then if it's more than 10, you add them again until you get like, a, or you get until you get like a number out of 10, it's like nine out of 10 or something. I think that's it. And then you would try it with middle names. You try it without middle names, just first names to get like the highest number. And what would you then do with that number? Just be like, oh, I love Mark Owen, nine out of 10. Well, no, because you would love him 10 out of 10. You mean Mark Owen would love you nine out of 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if I do me and my husband and it's like one? Divorce. (laughs) Absolute divorce. Didn't do it. I feel like I missed out on a whole lot of... How did you not do that? That was I don't know, man. That was like 90% of our spare time. I I used to have um, a pencil case and I would write on the pencil case. Um, I think I... You need to do that. Work out your percentage with Stephen because this could be the beginning of the end or it could be a new lease of life in your marriage where you're like, oh, Stephen, I didn't realise you loved me 10 out of 10. Okay, so what I'm going to do also in the description, I am going to work out the number out of 10 that Stephen loves me. We need to we need to find out whether that was the official one, but there's loads of people going, no, that's not how you do it, but I think that's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, could you send in me um, a direct message me um, on the phone box podcast or when we move to a different method because we'd like to try all the methods. Yeah, because there's one where it's like it what you do like maths to work out how many children you're gonna have, where you're gonna where you're gonna live in like a palace or a bungalow or like bungalow. a cardboard box or like what you see you do all different maths to work out what your future life's gonna be. I can't remember what that was. I feel like I need to go back in time. You know, in this podcast, guys, I often say, what would you do if you could go back in time? I'd have to give myself a real a pinch out on the arm and say, what, you bloody idiot. First of all, you need to do all these maths. Second of all, pack in talking about Garfield all the bloody time. <laughs> Thirdly, what's down that lasagna? What's down the lasagna? 
Fourthly, cheer up on Mondays, you miserable cow. And fifth, <laughs> try and be a bit more alluring so you at least get one anonymous Valentine's card. Maybe it's, there was the lack of uh, maths. Boys could feel it. They're like, she hasn't worked out the maths between me. Maybe and I stank a lasagna. Yeah, maybe they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, here comes garlic, Emma. Jesus Christ. Here comes the Garfield girl. What else about uh, 90s Valentines? There was nothing like we have in the shops now, really, was there? Wasn't um, a huge thing. Not that I remember. No, I mean, like, now, like bunting and tablecloths and I've got bunting up and a tablecloth and thrilled and galantines and all that kind of stuff thoughts on galantines because I for one absolutely love it but somebody got very angry on a YouTube video the other day and was like no valentine is just for me and my partner oh well that person needs to keep subscribed because I need all the subscribes I can get (laughs) (laughs) that person is a great follower wonderful opinion look everybody's entitled to their opinion it's fine but i my opinion is i love galentine's i really but like galentine's it is the day before isn't it i said so that to her Galentine's can be just for you and your partner galentine's is for everyone else i did say that to her. i did everyone has a partner i did message i did reply back and say actually galentine's is the day before mm-hmm. i mean i do get the kids like just a little bit of tap because i just think it's kind of cute and i've done it since they were little and they get a little card and Today I picked up Ethan, a messy, um, he's a footballer, Claire, yeah. messy magazine. And I got Erin like a little, t- just like some cute little bits. And it's half term, so that's kind of like some cute little activities. Valentine's is about love, isn't it? It's not just about romance. That's like the Bad Boys Inc. song. Don't talk about love. Yeah. Don't talk about romance. The opposite. Just talk about, talk about love and talk Do about talk romance. About um, did you go on any like maybe fun dates in the nineties? What was like anything that you think was particularly nineties or any gifts you might have got? I remember one thing I did. What? Uh, for the guy I was dating for Valentine's Day, which always makes me chuckle because I made him a strawberry cheesecake. That was a nice thing to do. I mean, it was out of the box. It wasn't. Uh, I, I, and then I was like, I no, really hang on, hang on, hang on. You didn't make, you bought him a strawberry cheesecake. No, no, you get like the ingredients. Oh, right, okay, yeah. put it together. And then I was like, I really want to eat this strawberry cheesecake. So I cut it into the shape of a heart and ate all the bits on the outside. And then he was like, really, really touched. Like, I can't believe you've made me a cake in the shape of a heart. That's so romantic. And I was like, wiping the strawberries out. (laughs) And he'd be like, what's what's that on your top? I've literally only done it because I wanted to eat some of it. (laughs) You were like scooping like the the crumbs from the bottom out your bra. He's like, oh, that's so nice. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) You know what, Claire? I don't remember any Valentine's Day with any boys. And then I gave him the cake. And then you know what romantic date we went on? We went to a comedy club with mom and dad. (laughs) Who did you see? can't remember I think it might have been Adam Bloom I don't know but it was yeah we went to the Glee Club with mum and dad I can't remember one single thing I did for Valentine's Day uh, I mean with obviously with Stephen but um I'm not sure in the 90s I must have done maybe but I don't remember anything I know my first date that I went on a boy with to go, was to go and see train spot in and it was me him and two of my friends oh, that's not romantic is it 
Yeah, but do you know what? My first ever date was to see James Train Spotting as well, and yeah. then afterwards we both admitted that we really wanted to see Toy Story. So we went to see I thought you were going to say, and then afterwards we just both took heroin. <laughs> <laughs> we're both like, "This is cool! Like, I really want to see Toy Story." Yeah, me too. Let's go see Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story is a good film. Um, yeah, I'm not sure really what I was getting up to in Valentine's Day. It doesn't sound like much, to be honest. Well, you obviously were were somewhere because you weren't with me, Mum and Dad, and. Was I probably just crying? Was I eating lasagna in my bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> you, were the, you were eating the crumbs of my box. I was, eat, I was eating the crumbs. I was eating my lasagna surrounded by my garfilters. I must have done something. I don't remember anything. I don't remember. I remember I did get a few like cute romantic um, presents from boyfriends. I got a few like little rings, which are cute. Um, but I don't remember anything particularly standing out about Valentine's Day, which is incredibly depressing. I worked with a guy once who was like, oh, I don't believe in Valentine's Day. It's stupid. You should show your love for your partner all the year round, which I guess. But I said, OK, so what do you do year round? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, do you do you buy her flowers just on any old day or chocolates or whatever? And he was like, well, no. And I was like, well, this that's the point. If you're just like buying her flowers once a week, Fair enough, but if you're never, if you're saying Valentine's Day is just a day, but not doing anything anytime. Anyway, I convinced him. He went out. He bought his girlfriend a bunch of flowers, box of chocolates, and some really nice jewelry. And he was like, "You convinced me." And then she went round and she dumped him before he gave him to her. Oh my god! He was furious. He came into work the next day, absolutely furious with me. He's like, "I spent a fortune." <laughs> Oh, well, you know what? Maybe if you put a bit more effort in. Maybe. Maybe if you put a bit more effort in. But yeah, I do think people, men men who say, all women who say, oh, it's only, it's just one day a year, you should show your love all year round. I hope you are. That's all I say. I, yeah, I hope you are. Or like, you know, some people, I've got lots of friends that do nothing for Valentine's Day and don't even. Oh, nearly all of my friends don't bother. Yeah. But, but I do, I do expect the bare minimum is a nice little cheeky card. Yeah, but we just like, we like celebrating everything, don't Claire, we? I'm telling you now. If, it was a card that said Happy oh, Sunday on it. We'd get one every week. I've got a pack of cards. I've got a pack of cards that say, that say Happy Pumpkin Day for Halloween. And I couldn't work out when to send them because I didn't know what it meant. But I bought them. <laughs> When's Pumpkin Day? Like, is that on Halloween? There's a whole pack upstairs, pack of eight cards. You were going to get one then. I thought, but what, at what point do I send this card? <laughs> I love a card. I love a bunting. I love anything like that. It is beautiful. I used to watch Beverly Hills 90210 and all the celebrations I did and just absolutely just wish. Oh, I tell you what we could do, Claire. Before we go, guys, if you're still listening, well done. Maybe like the top love films of the 1990s. I've pulled up a list from Collider.com. I don't know what that is. Of some of the um, best rom-coms in the 1990s. And I'm going to read through a few and I just want to hear your thoughts. I'm going to start off with Shakespeare in Love, 1998. Earned Gwyneth and Oscar infamously in a very ill-fitting pink dress. Now, it feels like it's something that I should like, but I remember watching it and feeling this is a little bit boring. I, I couldn't tell you one single solitary plot point in it. Well, it's about uh, William Shakespeare when he falls in love. Is it a true story? No. What do you mean there's not a true story? 
what's what I mean? What's what I mean? We don't know whether William Shakespeare fell in love with an actress. Like that's just it's just a what would have happened if William Shakespeare had fallen in love with the actress? Do you know what the last sentence is? Shakespeare in love may be a little boring. Yeah, <laughs> well, I agree. I should become I should become a film reviewer. Um, and Judy Dench was Queen Elizabeth, wasn't she? I think she was. No, I was not keen. Okay, Clueless, nineteen ninety-five. Very good. Well done. Very good. Well done. Absolutely Boston. I love Alicia Silverstone. This is the kind of clothes that my daughter wants to wear now. Paul Rudd in it. Yeah. I didn't find him attractive in that, but now I love the man. Oh, no. He's like, like, how does he, he doesn't You didn't find Paul Rudd attractive in Clueless, but you did find Brian Adams attractive. I can't make it make sense. That's just the heart (laughs) wants what the heart wants. And I wanted Brian Adams, not Paul Rudd. Okay, back off. Um, okay, um, Ever After a Cinderella Story, 1998, with Drew Barrymore in. I don't feel like I've seen that. Maybe we should see it. Yeah, it feels like something I'd like. Yeah, um, I tell you what I was talking about the other day. Um, Never Been Kissed. Claire, we need to go through the plot of Never Been Kissed. Oh, it's horrific. If you've never seen Never Been Kissed, Drew Barrymore has to go back to school why i can't remember why so i recently saw a review of this though the plot is very heavy in my mind go on so the new she's working for a newspaper she's a grown-up but she's never been kissed and the people in the newspaper are like we don't understand teenagers nowadays why don't you go undercover in the, into a school find out what teenagers are into and then you can write a report about it so she goes in with like a camera on her so that she can see what's going on in the school. And the people in the newspaper place watch the camera and like go, whoa, look at the sexy young girls. And then then she falls in love with one of the students, even though she is a grown woman. And then her older brother, who is... David Arquette. David Arquette. He joins the school too, and he starts going out with one of the 16-year-olds. And then she falls in love with the teacher, and the teacher falls in love with her. But the teacher thinks that she's 16, and she's not. And then it all comes out that she's a grown-up, and the teacher is like, oh, well, I don't like you anymore because you lied to me. Even though he liked her when she was a teenager, but now he knows she's a grown-up, he's not interested. And so she writes an article saying, this is what I did, and I feel really bad about it, um, and I've still never been kissed. But if that teacher does like me, then I will be standing on the baseball field before the match, and everyone goes there, and then he runs out at the end and kisses her in front of the whole school. I remember at the time absolutely sobbing because I thought that was so romantic, but now you've put it like that, it's weird. (laughs) Also, so I was many thinking, weirds. So many weirds. Another weird one, 13 going on 30, which is where a 13-year-old is transported into a 30-year-old's body and is yeah. trying to snog a man. What about Big? Big is so inappropriate. So inappropriate. But why do you think we why do you think we're all like, oh, these are great? And now we're like, what the hell, man? I don't know. It is weird that that I mean, because we were children. Yeah. Well, what were, why were the adults thinking this was okay? <laughs> I don't know. I probably, to be honest, when I when I was younger, I thought I'd quite like to be grown up and snogging um, 
Mark Ruffalo, to be honest. Then mm. again, I don't, yeah, that's a great film. Um, and we'll just do one last film. I am going to Never Been Kissed is up with on the list. Um, you pick it, Claire. What's your favourite rom-com from the 90s? Well, Bridget you can't Jones. Have Bridget, you can't have Bridget Jones. Okay. Oh, but I, mine, I really, oh, okay. I was going to say one that no one's watched apart from me, uh, which is, uh, the what, what's it called, with Matthew Broderick and uh, Ferris White. Bueller. We claim a lot of people have know. seen Ferris Bueller. <laughs> Addicted, Addicted to Love. love. Oh. oh, guys, if you've not seen Addicted to Love, that is a great film, yeah. But, um, so if not that, uh, you've got mail. Anything with Meg Ryan in. Meg Ryan was my favourite. Yeah. Are you sure that that's not 80s? Nice. Oh, I don't know. I don't think. No, not. You've got mail is not 80s. That was like my comfort. Like, I would watch You've Got Mail followed by Addicted to Love if I, you know, feel a bit under the weather or need a bit of comfort. That would be my two. September two the 1st hits and I want to be Meg Ryan and You've Got Mail. Literally, the, the only thing I would say is. She always goes out, no bag, no pockets. Where are her keys? Where's a purse? No bag, no pockets, but carrying a giant pumpkin. Only thing that I can think of when I'm watching that film. I always... <laughs> I actually get back in the house, that's all I'm thinking. Do you know what I think of? The famous interview with Michael Parkinson where she was really mean. That was in the 90s. She was good, though. Oh, she was good. Bring back Meg, man. Addicted to love, watch it. But then don't tell me if it's actually really problematic and I've forgotten. Probably is. I mean, I actually... It is quite problematic because they do quite bad things to their... They're like stalking, aren't they? And they're like watching them through the window with binoculars. Uh, uh, Strawberries on everything because they know she's allergic. He's allergic to strawberries, so he'll have a big allergic reaction. It is quite bad, but it's also good. (laughs) This is, I I feel like this is the beginning of my film review career. It is quite bad, but it's also quite good. Get her on the telly, man. Get me in the Guardian. Get her in the Guardian. Over, short but sweet. We all know what's what. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for joining this absolute love fest. Guys, if you are out there and you are feeling the love, leave me a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> After this absolute disaster of a podcast. Send me a trial with some uh, heart... Boxer shorts on, please. Send Emma some Garfield stuff. And we would love that. And also let us know if you wanted to do another special. So we've done Halloween, if you want to go back and listen. That we've done Valentine's, we've done Christmas. What else could we do? We could, We need to think of something else fun that we could chat about. Um, Probably won't do an Easter special. Not <laughs> much to <laughs> talk bunnies, about. Hey. What? Those bunnies, hey? Those bunnies, hey? We could talk about Watership Down. God, that's absolutely terrifying. Right, my loves, I will see you next week for another um, episode of the Phone Box Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. See you over at Brimmer Move 2 or the Phone Box Podcast. Thank you very much, Claire. And could you leave us with a rendition of your favourite love song? Go. And I wonder why we hold on with tears in our eyes. And I wonder why, I wonder why. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.